It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It does not matter who I am. What matters and the most important part, as always, is who you are. Oh, look, I forgot that light. Is who you are. So that's the um, that's the important portion as we are talking. Uh, anyways, with that being said, let's talk right away. Today is, yes, Tuesday, October the 4th. Yes, that means the 28th anniversary uh, since the release. No, matter of fact, that's a lie. That is not that is not accurate. Yeah, no, no, no. 28th anniversary since the release of Danzig 4. Um, anyways, it is uh, day 277th of the year and only 88 days left to go before the whole shit show um, is over with. Yep, the two changes to a three and we kind of move forward with how the year is going. Anyways, how are you? How were the last 23 hours or so, um, depending on when we last hung out? Did you have some fun? Did you do anything that was exciting? Uh, would you make your mama proud? That's the the other side. Anyways, we are broadcasting from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM, and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. Radio in USA, Canada, UK. Yes, of course, hanging out with the friends at RadioBig.fm, doing the things that they do over there, because that's always important as we are talking. So, as you know, we talk a little bit about everything that is going on inside of the world on this show. We talk about safety in the news, news and safety, and then we kind of blend everything together. We bring in some professional broadcasters for them to talk about what the hell is going on 
inside of the world. And then I come back, uh, kind of tell you what I think about the mess that is going on. And then we kind of do a big bow. Yes, a big bow and package it and move forward and go, life is fine. Let's go on, dear John. Uh, and that kind of is the whole kit and caboodle of the whole thing. That's the the whole the whole uh, quandrum, if one may say so, like that. And that's where it is all finite. All is finito afterwards. So that's how it all goes together. Uh, so with that being said, I think it is time for us to start talking right away about the stuff that was hitting the world of the trends. So let's uh, let's go ahead and do that. No, no, seriously, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so in taking a look around at what was trending, here we go. Kanye landed in Twitter's top 10 trends on Monday ahead of his Kanapakis uh, and to see why. So there you go. Uh, mean Girl Day was trending yesterday as fan of the flick will recall to the scene that Lindsay is asking about the date on October the 3rd. Wakanda Forever was trending yesterday as Marvel fans reacted to the brand new trailer that dropped on Monday. Twitter users created a mushy post in honor of National Boyfriend Day yesterday. So there you go. And then Monday Night Football. Yeah, Monday Night Football landed in Twitter's top 10 as the Rams took on the 49ers yesterday. So if you're into playing the game, you had the option of a... Uh, watching because you definitely didn't get to play unless you're a player and you would have to be part of the lucky 55 so there you go that's pretty much it so if you want to interact with the show call in radio.com that's the easiest way of doing so the other side of the equation is that if you want to come in and watch the visual radio side you can do that by going to safetyfm.com and clicking on the section that says visual radio yep visual radio radio that will get you moving and grooving with all that kind of fun stuff anyways with that being said i think it is time yes i think it is time to do this so let's go ahead and do it now let's get you into what the hell is going on inside of the world of the news because you know that's part of what we do here um if not it would be kind of weird because then how would we talk about safety in the news if um we didn't bring you the news right wouldn't that be kind of a a weird quadrum? Well, I think so. Well, anyways, here is the news. Let's go ahead and get that started uh, right now. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is ripping Vice President Harris's claim that Hurricane Ian aid will be based on equity. I think it's ridiculous. And, and, and honestly, we had the FEMA administrator in Florida with us, and she threw cold water on that. So that is not going to happen. It's totally not appropriate. You don't have to politicize every single tragedy in this country. Speaking on Fox News Monday, DeSantis claimed that Harris is trying to play identity politics with a natural disaster. And the head of FEMA dismissing Vice President Harris's claim that Hurricane Ian aid will be based on equity. CBS News asked Deanne Criswell about Harris's assertion that communities of color would be first in line for relief. Criswell said all Floridians are going to get the help that is available to them through our programs. Former President Trump is suing CNN for defamation and is seeking $475 million in damages. 
More from Brian Shook. The lawsuit filed in a federal court in Florida claims CNN used its massive influence to defame Trump for the purpose of defeating him politically. The court filing alleges the cable news network attempted to smear the former president with a series of ever more scandalous, false and defamatory labels such as racist, Russian lackey and insurrectionist. It also cites the network's use of the term big lie to refer to Trump's repeated false statements about the 2020 election. I'm Brian Shook. $20 million in federal funding is going to go towards water infrastructure projects in Jackson, Mississippi. The money is part of a stopgap spending bill approved by the U.S. House. The bill, designed to keep the federal government running through December the 16th, was passed Friday, one day after it cleared the Senate. And court officials say an appeal date has been set for Brittany Griner's drug possession hearing in Russia. The 31-year-old will appear in court on October the 25th after authorities say the WNBA star was found in possession of hashish oil in her luggage at a Moscow airport. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Oli Barrett. Japan's condemning North Korea after it fired a missile through Japanese airspace. Ukraine says its troops have retaken more territory from Russia in the east and the south. UK Prime Minister Liz Truss is facing another rebellion from some of her MPs after refusing to commit to raising benefits with inflation. And an investigation's been launched in Kolkata following allegations Mahatma Gandhi was depicted as a demon in a model for a Hindu festival. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. President Biden is announcing federal funding to help Puerto Rico recover from catastrophic damage caused by Hurricane Fiona. And you deserve every bit of help your country can give you. That's what I'm determined to do and that's what I promise you. He recognized those lost as well as roads and bridges washed away, crops decimated and communities destroyed, while many lived without power for days. Biden pledged to ensure Puerto Rico received the funding it needs after similar struggles following Hurricane Maria in 2017. Addressing Trump-era failures, he said the territory hasn't got the help in a timely way in the past. He noted that he approved the emergency declaration before the storm made landfall to make sure that funding went through on time. The CDC is no longer keeping a country-specific list of COVID-19 travel advisories. The agency said on Monday that fewer countries are testing or reporting COVID cases, so the usefulness of the advisories is limited. The CDC now will only issue a notice if there's a concerning new variant or some other type of situation that would require one. Georgia Senate hopeful Herschel Walker is denying a report that he paid for an ex-girlfriend to get an abortion. Trey Thomas has more. Walker, a Republican who's taken a hardline anti-abortion position, said this about the report on Fox News Monday. I never asked anyone to get an abortion. I never paid for an abortion, and it's a lie. And I'm going to continue to fight. You know, I tell you, that's what they want. They want this seat. The Daily Beast reports the former football star paid his then-girlfriend in 2009 to have the procedure. Walker said he plans to take action against the news outlet. I'm Trey Thomas. And five murders in the past several months in Northern California appear to be the work of a serial killer. The Stockton Police Department says all of the victims were men and all were alone at night or in the early hours when they were fatally shot. Authorities say the victims were ambushed, none were robbed, and none were drug or gang related. Police also say they have physical evidence linking the five crimes together. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. 
You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 40-40 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org slash caregiving. That's aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. All right, class. Let's hear what everyone did this weekend. Jill? Well, I raised my older sister to a big oak tree. It was at least a hundred years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something. And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this huge rock and saw all these little minnows swimming around way below us. And then I rescued my little brother from an evil slug king who was guarding him at the bush fortress. And my sister and I brought him back to our super twig floor for safety. And then we all laid out and told stories until it got dark. And the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? Yeah. We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Anyone want to come this weekend? Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with a pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you 
Warning. Listening to other radio stations could cause testicle shrinkage. I'm talking truth. Okay, I guess the business is getting serious now as we are talking. Anyways, 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Tuesday. Yeah, lovely Tuesday as things are happening and going. So how, 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 how are things going on? Well, that's the way the world wonders and goes and moves and all that kind of fun stuff. So let's start talking right down the path. Let's start talking about the things that are happening. Poland government is formally demanding monetary reparations from Germany for the damage and destruction caused during the occupation in World War II. World War II. The official letter calls the German government to pay $1.3 trillion to Poland. The sum accounts for not just the reparations, but the cost of missing artwork and stolen bank deposits. Worth noting, in 1953, Poland made formal declaration that no further damages would be sought from Germany. That was while the country was under um, communist Soviet control. Money paid during the Cold War was, uh, fil- uh, was filtered through Moscow and didn't necessarily go fairly and equitably to be a war ravage. So there you go. So how does that actually work? Okay. So you made us lose some artwork. You caused some damages back during world war two. And here we are in 2022, uh, wanting some moolah, uh, to make up for the differences. So what's your thought process on that? Because I think it's kind of puts you in a, in an interesting Iggy. There, I mean, there's no other way to say it. So you look at it and you go, hmm, how are we supposed to make this one work? Seriously. I mean, I'm just wondering because I'm looking at it and going, <laughs> if that's how life goes, what else will happen? And will people go, huh, how's that supposed to work out? Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so Peloton is still reworking its business model after booming during the pandemic. It's now sitting on thousands of unsold units after the previous leadership um, had far too many uh, manufactured. Which, I mean, it kind of makes you think because you have to know that if you are a physical component selling uh, device... And you are a subscription service. At some point, you are going to plateau. But anyways, let's continue. The exercise company says that it's partnering with Hilton Hotels to offload its surplus of stash. Guess at all the, of their hotels uh, will be able to use them. From the consumer level Hampton by Hilton to the fancy ward of Astoria. Uh, we'll have at least one Peloton bike in each fitness center. Sell so one Peloton, and if you're, do you have the subscription model automatically on there in regards to the workouts? Uh, so it's better if you're a Hilton Honors Reward member. You'll also get $100 off a new Peloton device between now and the end of the year. So, huh. I mean, that's going to make you kind of wonder. Because, okay, cool, Peloton, yeah, it measures, it tracks, it's and all this. But is it really worth all after everything that it showed? I mean, after all, it did kill off Mr. Big on the Sex and the City show. I mean, just think about that for a moment as you really put that into uh, perspective. Show and they just make fun of a whole bunch of people. It's just too funny. It's too stupid. <laughs> Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, we kind of get stupid with some of the stuff that we do around here, and it's okay. And I don't know if we make fun of people. We just talk about it. We talk about stuff. I don't know if it's making fun. 
that's just something to think about. Okay, so let's talk about this. And now the installment of the entitled Elitist College Brat Storytime. Yeah, an organic <laughs> chemistry professor has been axed at the New York University because his students say that his exams are too damn hard. Last spring, 82-year-old Dr. Maitland Jones Jr. student signed a petition because so many of his organic chemistry courses were failing the exam, and they wanted them to make the e- an easier path. Worth noting, organic chemistry is a notoriously complicated and difficult subject and is usually a requirement for undergraduate pursuing a higher degree in medicine. Also worth noting, Jones Jr. isn't um, just some crotchy old, you know, stickler to the stuff, to these youngins. He says that he has made the exam easier in the recent years to accommodate the new generation of students who have difficulty studying and focusing. He wrote the gold standard textbook of the subject and now is in its fifth edition. Amid the pandemic, he spent $5,000 out of his pocket to record 52 lectures of the subject to students to, that they could revisit on demand. As students returned to the in-person learning, Jones said that he just weren't uh, doing the work. They weren't just they weren't just coming to class. That's uh, that's for sure because I can't count the house. They weren't um, watching the videos and they weren't able to answer the question. And yet, the, the snotty let's fire professor became, uh, we're falling. Bratz moaned and petitioned to Axe Jones, and we are concerned about our scores and find that they are not accurate reflection of the time and effort put into class. We're noting sometimes you try your best and put your best effort forward, and it's still not good enough. And guess what? That's okay. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of like in, a, in an interesting pickle here with this one. Because, listen, if the guy has simplified the test already and some things have already changed and some things have already moved and grooved, maybe sometimes you just don't cut it. And listen, I I look at it and go, so should we take some of this Navy SEAL stuff and go, you know, there's a high failure rate on there. Should we um, just go ahead and let everybody pass? Because that's going to make you wonder about some things uh, that are going on. For sure, when you really start thinking about it. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's get back into it. So London's Heartthrow Airport, usually the biggest and busiest in Europe, had to cap the number of daily departing passengers earlier this year. Staffing shortages caused hours long waits through um, much of their system. Now they're announcing the end of the cap, which was 100,000 people a day, but it won't be until the end of the month. Fret not. Airlines are responsible for managing how many passengers leave a given day. So if you're leaving from there, don't worry about getting uh, stranded on the account of, you know, the new bureaucratic rule, because that's not going to be the case. Just in case if you didn't know that that's how that works. You know, th- th- that's why there's such a big hoopla-la when it comes to, uh, you know, the flight's not leaving on time and uh, being delayed and canceled and all that kind of fun stuff. So there is a reason to the madness, but we just don't understand sometimes the madness for a reason. Anyways, with that being said, a wildlife that broke out of a Nebraska, uh, excuse, a wildlife, listen to me, a wildfire that broke out of Nebraska on Sunday expanded to more than 15,000 acres by Monday afternoon. Officials believe that the interference sparked the blaze. No significant population centers are in immediate danger, though local campgrounds have been evacuated and facilities at youth camps were destroyed. 
So that's some terrible news to take a listen to. So you got fire in the north, storms in the south. What the hell's going on? Sounds like some crazy times. That is for sure. Anyways, with that being said, it is time to bring in some John Sma and let him tell us about what the hell is going on inside of the world of the market. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. Equity started October and the fourth quarter on solid footing following a week of significant decline. The S&P 500 advanced more than 3% at the high of the day, and it may move higher in the near term. Good news from GM and the oil patch are helping to support the action and could lift spirits as the peak of Q3 reporting approaches. GM announced it sold 25% more cars this year than last as supply chain issues eased while oil prices rose more than 3.5% on the news that OPEC would cut production by a million barrels this month. The news from OPEC carried through to the oil industry and the XLE, which led the market through the day. The XLE advanced more than 5% on the idea that higher oil and gas prices will translate into strong earnings for the energy sector. The takeaway should be, however, that any improvement to the earnings outlook will be because of oil and energy stocks and not because of any improvement in the broad economy. You can get the inside track at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thanks, John Small, for that information right there, because it's important for um, for us to know exactly what is going on. There is no doubt about it. So the Dow surge um, on Monday, adding about 765 points to close at 29,490. The S&P added about 92 points uh, to close at 3,678, as the NASDAQ added 239 points to close at 10,815. West Texas Intermediate ticked up about $83 on Monday. Brent crude closed at $88.86. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.79. Bitcoin. Bitcoin boomed in the afternoon on Monday, adding about $500 on the trading around 19500 There was 2,099 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Monday with about 243 such cancellations. So there you go. That's what was going on over there, if you care to know on those things. I always think it's important to talk about. So there you go. That's what happens sometimes as we are talking and moving and grooving and all that other fun stuff that you can throw in there uh, for word purposes. Anyways, let's talk real quick about what was going on with the charts because we need to do that. So let's talk about the top five songs in iTunes and Spotify. And number five was Christina Perry with A Thousand Years. According to number four in iTunes was Kane Brown with Thank God. At number three was David Guerta with I'm Good. At number two was Coolio, Gangster Paradise. And at the number one spot, according to iTunes, was Kim Smith, no, Sam Smith, and Kim Petra with Unholy. Yeah, there you go. I love when I mix up the titles there. Uh, What else? What else? What else did we see? Let's take a look. At the number five spot, according to Spotify, was Nicki Minaj with Super Freaky Girl. At number four was David Guerta with I'm Good. At number three was Bad Bunny with Titi Me Pregunto. Um, at number two was Harry Styles was As It Was. And at the number one spot, according to Spotify, was Sam Smith and Kim Petra's Unholy. So there you go. So it sounded like an unholy uh, number one on both sequences of events as we are talking. So let's talk a little bit more about some other things that are going on inside of the world. Hundreds of thousands of Floridians are still without power nearly a week after 
Ian. Florida Power and Light say that they are hoping to have it restore the power to its customers in a matter of days. We are going to be done with everybody who can accept power by the close of business on Friday. Uh, that's Chairman and CEO Eric Sillagy. Uh, more than 2 million people across the Sunshine State were left in the dark after Ian made landfall as a destructive Category 4. So there you go. Hopefully they'll get lights in the very, very near future because, hey, life sucks without it. I get it. Unless you're out and camping, and then that's a whole other story. Then it's not as bad because that's what you're expecting to occur. So that's a whole other story. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Um, let's talk about this real quick. Heights votes down a bid to stop tax dollar for Bear Stadium. Take a listen to this. The Arlington Heights Village Board is rejecting the proposal that would have banned the village from using taxpayer-funded subsidies and to for the construction of the new stadium and entertainment district in Chicago Bears. This trustee and rest of the board voted down the, the uh, conservative political advocacy group's legislation last night of a new NFL stadium in our town, and you're wasting our time. So the Bears unveiled preliminary plans last month for a new stadium and entertainment district in the northwest suburb. Team chairman George McCaskey said that they would need public money in order to move forward with the multi-billion dollar project. So I don't know. I mean, what do you take a look at when you start thinking about this? Because I go, are these stadiums worth it? Do they really um, do that well for the local economy. That's something to think about as well. Okay, uh, Mayor Lightfoot is proposing a 2023 budget for Chicago that says it reflects a commitment to uh, strengthening the city's finances while maintaining local investment. The mayor unveiled her more than $16 billion spending plan to the city council yesterday. Supporting this budget, which combines fiscal prudence with continuing and new investments, we will help our residents continue to recover And by doing so, our city to prosper for years and years to come. As expected, the budget eliminates the proposal tax increase for next year. It also includes the increase in funding for the Chicago Police Department and investments in violent prevention, uh, poverty reduction, and wellness. So I think that all these things are important to talk about. But how will they be able to pull it off? That is going to be the question for us to be able to talk about. Anyway, take a listen to this. Peeve drivers in California say that they don't know how much more they can take. Soaring gas prices seem to be at a new record every day. Take a listen to this. San Diego drivers pay $2 more for gas than a year ago. You look prices at the pump more than six bucks in San Diego, Sarah Mesa neighborhood. Luke Rittenauer says it's just too much here in California and says he's got proof. Right now we're looking at $6.19 at a 7-Eleven gas station. I have family who lives out in Scottsdale, Arizona. They're looking at $3.60 for unleaded gasoline. Then there's tow truck driver Sergio De Los Rios. While talking, he was already at $125, still pumping and shaking his head. Solution would be to bring these prices down, you know. Why do they go up to begin with? The Auto Club says you can blame high prices on refinery maintenance, gutting supplies. I'm Phil Farrar. I don't know. Gets kind of interesting. Six dollars in change for fuel. So I will tell you, if we're talking coast to coast here, uh, that's about three dollars more than what it is on this side. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, the the people like the doors, Jim Morrison, uh, the West is the best. 
But uh, it's also pretty expensive when you start thinking about it. $6.11 for a gallon of gas. I, I would be walking my happy ass around everywhere because there's no way that I'm driving at those fuel prices. Anyway, single listen to this. A butter shortage in the USA is leading to increased prices as the holiday season approaches. What the hell else is going to increase in price? Anyway, take a listen. According to the Wall Street Journal, limited milk production and staffing issues have resulted in the lowest inventory of butter since 2017. The Department of Agriculture said the amount of butter in storage facilities fell by 10% in August and is down 22% over last year. I'm Mark Mayfield. Okay, so hold on. Staffing shortages? Like, is there not enough cows? I mean, what the hell's going on? I mean, this is a, this is one of those weird ones uh, where you start going, okay, hold on. What, what kind of shortages are we talking about here? Uh, because I'm slightly confused. That is uh, for sure, as we are talking. Anyways, with that being said, let's take a look. 32 minutes past the top of the hour. I think I owe you that thing that we do right around this time. And as we go about it. So here you go. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So this is it. This is the time. This is where we start talking. This is where we start moving. This is where we start grooving. This is where everything starts coming to flourishing that we should start talking about. So depending on how your organization is... This should be relatively close to budget season, especially if your physical year starts in January. You should probably either started probably last month or maybe this month, just depending on the organization. But if you're in budget season and you are trying, attempting, wanting to move forward with with certain things inside of your safety world, this is the time to put it into the budget. Because here's what happens most of the time. So let's kind of just go through this. If you work at any business, well, of course, they have to have budgeted items for things to be able to work out for you. If you don't put it inside of the budget, well, most of the times you can't get it to work. It's just the way that it goes, unless it's a catastrophic event. And sometimes those are even debatable in regards to get those things to work out. So if right now you've been eyeballing from a distance something that you want to do, something that you want to bring into your org, something that you wanted to change, now is the time to put that budgeted dollar into place to see if you can get it approved. If you wait till next year, the odds of that occurring in real time are normally slim to none, none to slim. So how are you going to propose this? How are you going to say that this is the the creme de la creme, if one may say so, with what needs to be done? I'm just asking the question because this is going to be a subject matter that's going to have to happen relatively quickly here. So what my strongest recommendation here is, do you have a partner in crime in your workplace? Because depending on where you're positioned and who you report to, there's some play here. If you are not positioned that you're reporting to the CEO or to the chief financial officer, the CFO, then you're kind of in a pickle. 
because these people should be able to have a better understanding on when you're talking about budgetary items that could potentially help the company spend money but save money. So with that being said, if you are not reporting to them, this is where you grab the people that are safety cheerleaders. We can call them safety champions as well. And start having them promote what you're wanting to do. Because maybe they have the ear of someone who's out there that could help you get this item budgeted into your organization. Now, listen, I know a lot of times people have a hard time with going, well, why would I want to use somebody else? And I I am using the term use gently there um, in regards of helping me. Well, let's just be realistic. If you are not one of these people that uh, you have to have your name on, look at what I did. This will be the easiest approach on doing this. But if you are one of these people that have to have your name associated to everything that you do, well, this is going to be a difficult task for you. But I'm just going to be real. Because what happens here is what you're trying to do is promote safety inside of the organization. So having somebody assist in getting that pushed through helps out. Because, listen, sometimes they don't want the safety person to be the person that's cheerleading stuff. Like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not doing that because that's what the person wants. And sometimes you have to do it through a mystery partner, if one may say so. So there's just different ways to go about it. But this is the time to get it into the budget. And I know that some people are going to sit here and go, well, why are we talking to budgets? This does not apply to my workplace. But it's something, meaning my job in the workplace, but it's something to think about. It's something to bring up because you never know how important this could be for what you have going on. And that's what I want to bring up. That's what I want to reference because here's the gig. If you don't put it in there now, budget-wise, we're talking probably at least another year before you can bring it up again. Now, that's truly something to think about today if you really give it some thought. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Is your safety training old, stale, and hacked? Is your safety trainer still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. To some people... The sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. 
early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. (laughs) The Dad Joke. Corny, grown-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. (laughs) And kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. (laughs) And with any luck, funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have any body to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. It's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. (laughs) That's really funny. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Pop quiz, hot shot. During a heat wave, what's more important, air conditioning or air guitar? Um, is it air conditioning? Air guitar. The answer is always air guitar. Another pitfall of our society. Rated R Safety Show. Currently 43 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out. Uh, This one's called Shame On Me. 
by Tux Bolo. You are still listening to the Rated R Safety Show on Radio Big and Safety FM. This song right here is available on Spotify and iTunes. So thanks for Tux Bolo for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. I would recommend taking a download, a little stream of it if you can. Get some future sound right there. Unless you're listening to this in the future, and then this was in the past, so then we're listening to some past sounds. Anyways, there you go. Anyways, let's get back into the move and the groove of the stuff that we have going on, because we got some stuff to talk about, so let's talk about it right now. So... I always want to bring this up because I think it's super important to talk about, opposed to it just being a subject to go, ah, let's just be so, you know, nonchalant about it. But now that's not the case. This subject matter is a subject matter that is near and dear to my heart and always important to talk about. And is the normalization of talking about mental health. It is the normalization about how things are not perfect. It is the normalization of having this conversation of reaching out and talking to people when you're having mental distress, when things are not working the way that you think that they should, when things are happening inside of your mind that you need someone to talk to. And this is where I would love to bring up the people at 988-8-Suicide in Crisis Lifeline. They can help you prevent suicide. They also, the Lifeline provides 24-7 free, free, listen to that, and confidential support for people in distress prevention and crisis resources for you and loved ones. And they also have the best practices for professionals in the United States. All you have to do is go to 988lifeline.org. There is a chat box on there. You can start chatting away with someone and talk about what's going on. If you don't feel comfortable going with that format, you can do the text format, which you just text the word talk to 988. That will get everything rolling. Or you can call 988 just directly. 988. That will get you through. And yes, I know in the past we used to talk about the other phone number that was available, which was 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. The number is still available, but it seems like 988 might be a little bit easier to remember opposed to it being one of those things where you go, okay, I don't remember what the hell's going on, so blah, 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 blah. So with that being said, 988lifeline.org. Things will become normalized if we decide to make it normal. If we don't, then it will always be a taboo subject. It's just kind of the way that it goes. Not trying to be mean, but just trying to be realistic as we are talking let's get into some more new stuff as we are talking so let me ask the question real quick because uh we're close are you off on monday i'm just asking because it is columbus day it is also indigenous um people in canada day so what are you doing Are you off? Are you here? Because that's been kind of the big debate of do we show on Monday? And I know it's Tuesday and I'm talking about Monday, but I'm just trying to figure it out because 
I want to be here if you want to be here. If you don't want to be here, then I won't be here. So I'm just trying to figure out what your plan is for we can make a plan together. That would be the thing. Anyways, take a listen to this. Hey, um, hey Siri, butt out. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Voice assistants like Alexa and Siri can stunt a child's social and emotional development, according to new research. Scientists at the University of Cambridge say that they can impede in critical thinking, empathy, compassion, and learning skills. Why preliminary research on the use of voice assistants as a comparison for lonely adults is encouraging. When it comes to kids, the scientists found that it, because of the normal human interaction, a child would receive construct of constructive feedback if they were to behave inappropriately. This is beyond the scope of smart device. The There are some concerns of, of the kids might already have had some social development impaired due to the results of COVID-19 restrictions when they have spent more time isolated with smart devices at homes. The study authors note that the gadgets can act as friends, boosting reading and communication skills, but the human-sounding voices have prompted concerns about the possible long-term effects on youngsters' brains in crucial times in their growth. Three areas of concern include inappropriate responses, impending social development, and hindering learning. So let's say, let's make sure I understand. If that's that they're worried about, why is there not stopping Alec Baldwin from doing homework with his kids? And hang on, hang on, hang on, because I got another one. I'm going to see what um, Alexa thinks about all this, because I think that that's going to be an important aspect as we are talking. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. So, Astro guards your turf. Take a listen to this. Yes, everyone's talking about over the weekend about Elon Musk showing off the humanoid robot Optimus. But on Wednesday, Amazon unveiled a collection of product updates that highlights the definitely of the range of the new features for Astro. It's a 20-pound dog-like robot with cartoon eyes on its tablet face. It um it it uses the voice recognition software, several cameras, artificial intelligence, and mapping technology and face recognition sensors as it zooms from the room, capturing the live video and learning habits. Soon it will be available to detect cats and dogs in the home, take a short video clips, and then they'll um, they'll end up with where owners aren't. And it allows owners to watch and talk in real time. Amazon is also adding the ability to monitor windows and doors left open, uh, building on the users that have been already doing so such as uh, checking out to see uh, what the stove was left on Astro will also now work with uh amazon smart doorbell company ring that provides security monitoring for businesses Astro is currently available for 999 dollars but the pricing will jump to 1499 dollars now i have already looked at this thing before this news story came out a while ago and it seems like a little cool little prop and you can raise some of the camera stuff and make it almost like eye level and it can bring you a drink and all that after somebody puts a drink in it to bring to you. Um, but if you're on a second floor, well, it doesn't really recognize steps that well from what I can see. So people really aren't talking about Elon Musk robot over the weekend. They were talking about the mass singer in The Bachelor in Paradise, as usual. So tell me, tell, tell me to tell them. To let you know when it can be, um, you know, the furry kind dog for me. Because maybe, you know, we don't want the robot dog walking around our household. And what all is it recording and where is it dumping it to? Maybe that's the other um, level of questions that we should be asking.
Yeah, just something to think about there. Anyways, with that being said, 51 minutes past the top of the hour, let's bring in some John Sma and let him tell us about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Roger. Elon Musk said, there's a tremendous bias against taking risks. Everyone is trying to optimize their tail covering. Now, he said a different word instead of tail, but hey, this is a family show. Elon is right on this for sure. I've worked in the broadcast radio industry almost 30 years. In that time, I've watched more and more companies buy up stations and everything become a little more corporate. In that environment, many people are afraid to take a chance on anything new. If it does not work out, you lose your job. If it does work out, maybe you get a little bit of praise, but that's about it. There's no reason to try anything new. And that is really sad to me. This is today's Motivation Minute. It's courtesy of insurancechicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Your wellness minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. How often do you take a multivitamin? People who regularly take a multivitamin for at least 20 years have a significant decrease, up to 50%, in cardiovascular episodes, even when adjusting for physical activity, age, smoking status, BMI, family history, and vegetable intake. Micronutrient deficiencies and insufficiencies are widespread. In the U.S., 38% of adults don't get enough vitamin A from food, 43% don't get enough vitamin C, 75% vitamin E, 44% of calcium, and 48% have inadequate magnesium intake. Vitamin D deficiency is also widespread, but the major source of vitamin D is from the sun, with very little found in foods. For more information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com. Here is another bit for our competitors to copy. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, hold on. So what is the frequency that you take a vitamin uh, if you take a multivitamin for 20 years? Okay, there you go. I guess it's uh, something to to give some consideration to. I'll think about that um, if I missed out the last 19 years as we are moving forward. News of the strange. It gets here better ever every day, it seems like, as we are talking. Anyways, with that being said, let's talk a little bit more about some things that are going on inside of this world because I think it's important. So we had recently had the conversation that Ringo Starr had actually um, canceled some of his stuff that was going on over the weekend, and it seemed like one of the events was actually canceled a couple hours before it was scheduled to start. Well, the reason why is now um, going on or being said, the 82-year-old Ringo Starr has tested positive for COVID-19. The former Beatle will now put his tour on hold to recuperate. No word if he is um, suffering from any symptoms, but that is what is going on. Anyways, no winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Uh, tonight's draw, well, let's see. Tonight's drawing will be for $380 million or $198.4 million jackpot. So just so you know, that's what's going on right there. What else do we have? Let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. If I'm taking a look around, um, let's go from here. In 2015, Yes, 2015, Van Halen's final public uh, performance takes place at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles, California. Yep, that was seven years ago. Seven years ago. 
was Van Halen's last public performance. Crazy when you start putting, you know, putting all that together. Anyways, let's talk about some uh, some days, of, not some days of the year. Let's talk about some birthdays real quick. Dakota Johnson turns 33 today. You know, that's the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, Stacey Solomon turns 33. Melissa Benust turns 34. Derek Rose, 34. Jimmy Workman, 42. Rachel Lee Cook turns 43. Alicia Silverstone turns 46. Uh, Russell Simmons, 65. Uh, and Linda McMahon from WWE fame turns 74. Susan Sarandon turns 76. So there you go. That's some birthdays that are going on today. If you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, I have some of those for you as well. Let's see. It is Cinnamon Roll Day, National Golf Lovers Day, National Vodka Day, Improve Your Office Day, National Fruit at Work Day, Ship in a Bottle Day, World Animal Day, and last but not least, and possibly the most important one out of all of them, it's National Taco Day. Because, you know, every day should be National Taco Day, but apparently it's on the 4th of October. So there you go. That's what's going on on some of those. Anyways, at the top of the hour, I will be going over to Radio Big for the next couple of hours or so, hanging out, doing some music stuff. If you want to come hang out and do all that fun stuff. If you don't, that's fine. You can keep out and hang out here and be in the arms of Sheldon Primus as he's talking about his safety consultant show. If you want to take a a listen to what's going on. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts real quick. The total weight of air on Earth is 11 quintillion pounds. Uh, willow bark can be used for an alternate to aspirin. Ant queen can live for over 30 years. The fastest reptile is the sea turtle. They can swim up to 35 miles per hour. That's 56 kph, just in case. Only two diseases have been successfully eradicated. Smallpox and rinderpest. And then last but not least, it would take 76 work days if you would work eight hours a day to read every online privacy policy you agree to in the average year. In the average year. Think about that. There's a lot of privacy policies you have agreed to. Anyways, take a listen to this real quick. If you need a random joke for today, I'm pretty sure that if I make one more bad decision, I have a a whole set. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. For you, what smells brings back great memories? <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a twisted question. Uh, let's see. What else? Question. In a survey, people who work from home, 23% admitted they do this regularly while on the clock. What is it? Play video games. Well, technically, if you work from home and you're doing a Zoom or a Microsoft Teams meeting, aren't you technically playing a video game to some extent i mean there's a there's some twists and turns on there that we could definitely talk about if you wanted to do it in that fashion anyways thank you for taking a listen to what we have going on today thank you for always being the best part of safety fm and radio big and that is the listener without you we could not do what we do around here and thanks to all the sponsors that help support this thing where we can get it to you yeah because that's always an important factor so there you go so with that being said If I could leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. The way to right wrongs, it turns the light to the truth upon them. Think about that today because it's a deep one. That's for sure. If I can say this, let me say it. I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you 
mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.